0: You know, it was it was a struggle for me walking. You know, we would take um, the boys to the park and it was difficult for me even to kind of get in and out of the car um, to tie my shoelaces, you know, and, and usual things that most of the time, most people would would take for granted. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now, your host and friend, Carl Radley.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast with me, Carl. And today, I am joined by Nicola from Aberdeen in Scotland, and she's here to tell us her success story of how she has lost over five stone. Nicola, welcome to the podcast. How are you?
0: Thank you. I'm good. Thank you very much for having me.
1: It's an absolute pleasure. And uh, it's a a privilege as well, because you've done such a great job, and I've been looking at your instagram account for some time now so i'm very happy to have you on the show it's oh, a it's a privilege you. really and thank so you. i don't know you're very welcome so before we get actually started nicola into the to your journey and, and your success that you've, you've found would you mind just by starting telling us a little bit about yourself
0: yeah, sure. So my name is Nicola. Um, as you already said, I live in Aberdeen in Scotland. I'm 36 years old, and I work as an HR manager in an oil and gas company. Um, so yeah, that's my kind of background. I live with my partner Ben, um, and we have. Um, he has two sons, so two stepsons that we see every second weekend as well.
1: Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much. And then. What about more actually focusing on your your journey through weight loss and, and perhaps going your backstory as such? And I don't know if you've listened to episodes of a podcast, but we yeah, usually talk yeah. about you know your journey leading to the point where you decided to lose weight.
0: Sure. So yeah, I have listened to quite a few of the episodes. Um, I was catching up on some of them today, actually, just to try and psych myself up a bit for doing this. Um, but Brilliant. yeah, so. Um, I've familiarised myself with quite a few um, of the other um, Warriors stories so it was really good to catch up with them. Um, From my point of view I am probably quite similar to some of them in the fact that I've probably struggled with my weight for quite a long time probably you know since I was a kid really Um, and you know treating food as a reward um, rather than you know, just something that does fuel you, I suppose. As well, I mean, I'm I'm all for enjoying your food and things like that. But um, when you start treating yourself because you've done something right or you've lost um, something or having a takeaway or whatever it might be, it just doesn't quite sit right psychologically with me, and I have to try and recheck myself quite quite frequently. Um, so I've always been a bit on the curvier side even through school. And I do remember um, going up to academy, which I suppose would be secondary school or maybe middle school um, in England. Um, but I was around 11, 12 years old. Um, and getting picked on, I wouldn't necessarily say it was, you know, bullying, but getting picked on for my weight. And so probably since then, I've had a bit of a complex about it. And I have gone up and down with my weight probably since that age. And, um, what the final straw was for me um over the last I suppose it's nearly two years now, because I started at the end of January, um, in twenty twenty one, um was COVID, which I think has also been quite a theme in your last few um podcasts as well, Carl. But um Yeah, there's there's no escaping that I'm afraid. No, absolutely not. So um I'd I kind of suppose, had quite a tough time through COVID along with a lot of people. Um, But being in HR as well, it was very difficult throughout that period of time. There was lots of new things obviously happening. Unfortunately, there were a lot of redundancies happening. And I felt like that was all I did really that year from around March onwards. And that played a bit with my mental health, I think, and I know that in 2020, I started leaning on food and alcohol, mainly red wine, um, to, to kind of get me through that, what I would deem, you know, a very difficult period and a very low period, actually, um, as well. And so before um, COVID hit in the March, myself and Ben had actually gone to New York and I was larger, I was probably about a size 20, 22, um, but I was was comfortable enough and um, by the end of December I was going up to 24 26 and most of my clothes didn't fit and it got to before that Christmas and I said to Ben I need to do something I'm not happy and he has honestly been the most supportive person in my life uh, you know with my weight loss he really has helped me despite him never having had weight, <laughs> weight loss or, or weight issues before. So, um, that was a huge turning point for me. So the end of 2020 into 2021, where I knew I needed to do something.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that and well done to Ben. If you listen to the episode, <laughs> it's always good to, and I think important to have that support system there. Yes. And, um, so, so a few things there, like just focusing on the backstory before we go on to your success, Mm-hmm. Working in HR, which yeah. is an environment that I come from, that's my corporate background, sure. um, payroll and HR. Mm-hmm. And so working for a company that provides services to multinational companies all over the world, during okay. that time I saw a lot of of situations, as you've described, a lot of redundancies, a lot of unprecedented situations, unknown situations in terms of, you know, how do you, if people want to go back to their home countries, can they do that? What's mm-hmm. the law? What's the tax implications? And well, I could go on about it for, for hours, but that's not what this podcast is about. We can talk about <laughs> that after the show. If you know. um, but ultimately a very difficult time. And for somebody who has that responsibility of working and delivering bad news, managing people's um, terminations, it's, it's stressful at any time of the year, but when it's for a reason like this and it has to happen to multiple people, yeah, it's understandable that it would play on your mental health and yeah. that it would get to you because I'm sure there was an element of responsibility there, even though the decision-making power probably wasn't yours,
0: Absolutely. you were following
1: orders, you were doing what the company had to do. Yeah, And I'm sure even right to the very top, the company didn't want to do this, but no. Ultimately you have to make some difficult decisions when, when these things happen. Yeah. And so that element of guilt responsibility, it, it's, it plays on you. And, and you said, that's when you decide, you know, I not that's when you decided, but that's when you started to lean on food and, and alcohol to, to, to kind of comfort you. Yeah. Um, and to get through that time.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, and, and this is something, again, another recurring theme that we we discuss quite often, that people have that emotional attachment to food. Uh, for good times, but mainly for bad times, I think, is when people really turn for that comfort. Mm-hmm. And because we do have this culture of food being part of every celebration, but also in our low moments as well, we turn to those things. And you said something that... Um, You know, a lot of people have that mentality of, oh, I've been good all week. So now I'm going to treat myself to something that's not good. Mm -hmm. And it's still defining that line between what's healthy and what's not healthy. And I I think the the long-term key to success is to actually break that barrier down and and stop distinguishing between healthy and not healthy, but just having that balance. Um, But you you said your your weight rose quite steadily Mm -hmm. and up until the end of, of 2020 yeah and and at that point leading up to Christmas there you you said you weren't happy but but was it affecting you not just emotionally but but in your day-to-day life as well
0: oh yeah definitely um you know it was it was a struggle for me walking you know we would take um the boys to the park and it was difficult for me even to kind of get in and out of the car um, to tie my shoelaces, you know, and and usual things that most of the time most people would would take for granted, you know that it really started affecting me and my breathing got really really bad, um, particularly during the winter to the point where I, I couldn't stop coughing and it has improved substantially since then. Um, in relation to like cold weather, you know, it does still sometimes impact me. And because I have now unfortunately had COVID as well, it does kind of hit my chest a bit. But um, back then, I I firmly believe it was down to my weight and the fact that my body was struggling. And it was one of the ways it was trying to say to me, Nicola, what are you doing? Sort your life out, you know, do, do something. Um, and that for me was a wake-up call.
1: And then at that moment that realisation that your, your health was suffering, you're not happy with your weight. Was it an easy decision for you to, to sit down and say to Ben that you wanted to change and, or was it something, how, how did you feel at that moment when you finally admitted to yourself that you, you needed to do something?
0: I think, you know, it was easy in a way that I, I do feel like I can speak to Ben and I can tell him anything. Um, but I also felt very emotional probably a bit out of control and when I look back on photographs from that kind of December and that Christmas I look back and think wow like the difference between then and me now or even you know prior to that my face is so ballooned up that you can barely see my eyes you know and that I'd had that conversation with Ben, like I said, in December. But in the January, when I looked back on those photos, it was one of those things where I was looking at photos of the four of us. And it just, you know, concreted, if that makes sense. Like, you know, in my mind, that that was the decision that I needed to make. And I definitely had to do something because it wasn't healthy at all.
1: And... One question, if I could, and this is on the back of a, a few episodes ago where we were discussing how partners or, or friends, relatives should or, or could provide that support or encouragement yeah. for somebody who needs to lose weight and, and how that's best done. And, and I've always said it's a very sensitive and difficult topic to approach. Yes. But I've had so far some people – guests on the show have said, I wish someone just sat me down and said to me, look, you're in a very bad health condition. You're very overweight. You need to do something. Mm-hmm. And then I've also spoken to people who have said that, you know, it it would have been devastating for them to have someone who they still had a lot of trust and, and confidence in to turn around and tell them that. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask where you sit on that kind of opinion?
0: Yeah, I've listened to a couple of these podcasts um, as well and I don't think I would have been mentally strong enough for any of my friends or my family to turn around and have that conversation with me at that time. I needed to come to that realisation myself and the way that my family and friends support me is... By loving me no matter what and taking me for as I am, but supporting me through the journey that I've chosen and that I've taken on myself, um, which for me is the best way. Because I'm so stubborn as well, that I like if Ben had sat me down and said, Nicola, you've gotten too fat, I'd have probably said, Well, you know where the door is then, <laughs> see you later. Um, so for me, you know, him having that support, my friends, my family supporting me but loving me anyway is is what I need. And that's the support that I need.
1: And, and I, I honestly don't think there's a, a right or wrong answer in this situation because every person has their own journey, their own story, their own feelings and, and emotion at that moment. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I, I'm trying to explore more on this podcast, this, this aspect of it, because there's also people who will probably be listening and although perhaps are overweight themselves or trying to lose weight themselves, they may have a friend or someone they care about who they thought about speaking to in the past about their own health condition. Yeah. And, and this is something that I, I think okay. is quite an interesting topic and a, but very difficult one. And like I said, there's no right or wrong. No. And I, I think the people closest to those who maybe need help would know them probably better and can judge the situation better. And I I would never say, you know, this is what everybody should do because it's definitely not the right thing for everybody to do.
0: No, we're Um, also different, aren't we? We all can take things differently. So it really is like you say, I think dependent on that person and how they're feeling.
1: I I completely agree. And another thing as well, it it sounds as though you had like a great support system there, which is fantastic and, and probably helped you to have that confidence to say, right. Okay. I need to to make a change because you knew you'd have that support there, yeah. which is 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 great. So once you you made that decision, Nicola, and you said, right, okay, I am going to lose weight. And did you set yourself like a New Year's resolution, or, or what? What did it look like for you?
0: Yeah, that was essentially what it was. Um, set myself a New Year's resolution. Thought, you know what, I am going to enjoy Christmas new year and then get to it in January and that's what I did um, and just went to my first virtual because they were still doing virtual and World classes at that point in time they weren't face to face and so joined there on the 25th of January 2021 and have been with Slimming World ever since
1: fantastic and so you made the conscious decision and and you know you, you had a date set out that's when you were going to join and and you're going to you're going to do it were, were you feeling confident at that time to that you felt okay this is it's going to happen for me or tell me
0: probably not confident um, i think when you're feeling so down about your body image and and how you're just feeling in yourself um, you know it's difficult to find that confidence from somewhere and um, I found it easier because I was joining virtual classes on a weekly basis and I was weighing myself at home I have to be honest I'm not sure I would have found the strength to walk through a door face to face with people that January and um, I hope that I would have if they were still face to face at that particular time but I do think that be it being virtual um, really helped my situation and not just with joining Slimming World but the fact that particularly in Scotland we had you know restrictions in place for quite a bit longer than England did um, you know with the masks with you know booking to kind of go out for drinks or meals or things like that having those restrictions in place really helped me In getting that chunk of weight off in the first even six seven months before we were able to kind of go back out again and that's the challenge i'm dealing with at the moment Mm. is trying to balance my social life and you know make the right decisions for a balanced diet that is conducive to still losing weight
1: okay because this is a (laughs) another you, you said earlier about obviously COVID being a a recurring theme in the the episodes because of the timing at which people have have lost weight. Mm -hmm. And while it has often been very good for people because a lot of these options were removed to go out, to go to restaurants, to go to bars. So it helped them. Then conversely, what happened was that as soon as everything was open, you had lost weight, but were not prepared or used to this, this ability to just go out as you wished. And that's what something so many people wanted to do after being stuck inside for so long. So that in itself played havoc with a lot of people's weight loss because of the fact it went from one extreme to the other, from being allowed to go out to not being allowed, then to being allowed out again.
0: Yeah.
1: And a lot of people needed to go out and uh, let off steam um, yeah. and see other people and lead a normal life again. So, and, and you say this is something that you're you're managing at the moment.
0: I'm trying to. <laughs> um, I have just had a bit of a, a um fatty, fatty boom boom weekend. But um, we, you know, we just um, we were out for a meal on Friday, and then it was my mom's birthday on Saturday, and then I was out at a hen do on Saturday night. So it was one of those weekends where everything just just fell in the same weekend. But um, part of that is okay. You've got that out of your system now. I know that for at least the next four weeks, I can be on plan, um, and I can lose weight. Um, and then I'm traveling with work, um, which again is another obstacle. Um, however, you know, just I'll just take it a step at a time and aim to to move more and and um, eat eat as healthily as possible where I can.
1: Before we, I, I guess, delve into the the now because it's, it's quite interesting. A couple of things you've said there. I'd like to really focus on the success, but the, the amazing stuff that you've done um, because you, you know, you've lost over five stone and mm-hmm. that it's, it's an amazing amount of weight and you've done that since January, 2021. So you'll say it's coming up to two years yeah. since you've done that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And tell me how your life's changed since losing that weight.
0: I think in general, I, I find things easier um just physically you know like i said before getting in and out of the car is not an issue anymore i can tie my shoes without even thinking about it um there were there were times where when i was at my biggest stage um that i couldn't really even reach my feet um and it really was one of those things where you know at the time what would have been 34 35 i'm trying to work it out quickly in my head i'm not a, i'm not good at math um but you know you're thinking you know you're you're in your 30s Nicola. you should be able to tie your own shoelaces you should be able to reach your foot for crying out loud um so you know those were kind of things and those things are much much easier now i do find that i have more confidence um as well now I'm not at the end stage of where I want to be I'm still on my journey very much so and I've still probably got about the same amount to lose I think I've got about four or five stone left to lose and a lot of people say that that that'll be too much but that is what I suggested healthy weight has been to me so I'll aim to try and get there and I'll see how I feel the closer I get to it but I just hope that um you know if I do get close to that um, that you know my my physicality my health um, and my confidence you know will, will kind of will grow with that as well
1: and and i'm i'm sure it will do i mean from a health perspective i think there's there's going to be no adverse or bad side effects to continuing to lose weight no obviously choosing when enough's enough is is a personal decision mm-hmm. um And and can can I ask as well, how how do you feel about the fact that you've achieved so much, but, and I don't want to say it in a negative way, but you you still have some way to go before you get to the the level that has been suggested a healthy weight for you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, I I feel proud of it. But I think think part of it is, you know, you appreciate that, people want to support you and they notice that you've lost weight. But sometimes that can be the fine line between keeping on going or thinking, oh, I'll just have a little break. I've done really well. And I need this, you know, in this last week or two in particular, you know, I've felt like I've needed that. Nicola, you need to keep going. Like, you know, not this, oh, you've done so well, you know, and oh, it's time to relax now because it's not... Um, So I need to try and get my mind through that and over that when people give me a compliment and say, you're looking great, well done on your weight loss, etc. I take it as it's intended, as an encouraging um, sentence, an encouraging statement um, and move forward from that, continuing with the mindset that I've had for the last year and a half or so. Um, and so I'm counting on you, Carl, really. that This is my line. This is me, you know, kind of drawing that line and, and saying, um, no, Nicola, you're now on a podcast. Like, whoever thought that would happen? I mean, that's just mental. Um, but, you know, using it as a line to push forward and prove that I can do it and that I can lose this additional weight and having that positive energy to go ahead and get it.
1: Now, that sounds perfect. And I'm more than happy to... Not schedule a specific date because I, I don't think it's it's right to put ourselves under so much pressure. But you tell me by when you want to learn lose the the, the rest of the weight to get to a to a healthier weight for you. Sure. And we'll book an, an a follow up episode, and and that would be absolutely fantastic to, to continue talking about your progress and and how that second half has been for you. Um. Now I, I think it's it's very interesting w- what you've just said there about the fact that it's a fine line between kind of rewarding yourself for how far you've come, but without going over the top and undoing that work when you still have work to do and, and, and a journey ahead of you. And I can 100% relate to this. And I'm not sure if I've said this on the podcast or it was a, a conversation I had outside, but this I can relate to in two ways. First of all, when I used to smoke, and decided to stop smoking the multiple times that I did before I finally quit. I, I think it was like six months at a time I'd stop for, and then I'd be out on Friday night, and so I don't smoke anymore. So I can have a cigarette. Yeah. It's my stupid thing you can do. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, and then i would go out Saturday and I'd be like, Oh no, I don't smoke anymore. So I'll have a cigarette. Yeah. And then the next weekend I'd do the same. And then I'd have one midweek. And before you know, it, I was smoking again. Yeah. Um, and it, the same thing can happen with food. When I've been on a healthy eating plans before, this time it's it's really stuck. But in the past, and I'm talking about over the last twenty odd years, I would undo my efforts that I'd done by telling myself right, it won't make a difference; it'll be okay. And then that frequency of it not making a difference becomes more and more of an everyday thing mm-hmm. until I've completely reversed my healthy eating plan back to what it was before. Yeah, and this is something I think a lot of people struggle with and I love the fact that you've just said now on the podcast because this is everybody's hearing this that's listening to the podcast but you know you have done great and you said the word proud and, and I think you really should be proud of your efforts and, and everything you've achieved so far and a big congratulations for that but the fact Thank that you, you said to me okay you're not quite where you want to be oh you're welcome and, and I say it genuinely I, I think the fact that you've said you're not quite where you want to be and your journey's not finished yet means that you need to keep that that feeling of pride in your pocket but but not don't don't live off of it for too much or too long if that makes Absolutely.
0: sense Absolutely. Yeah, no, I totally get you. I'm totally with you um, on that and cuz that's not what's going to drive me forward. Um, any further, do you know, and it's that's not going to get me to what I would see as my target weight at this this moment in time. Um, so I just there's something that needs to realign, and like I say, I'm I'm using you, Carl, as 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 that realignment.
1: <laughs> happy happy to help, and, and 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 you know, not just until you get there, but but during your journey as well. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping to create a community here where people help each other, and and as it grows, people are there to support each other, and, and that'd be really good. And so, so yeah, absolutely. This is definitely not, you know, the end for sure. Um, one thing I wanted to ask, and that's if you've got any advice for somebody currently on a journey or wanting to start a journey.
0: Um, don't worry about what people think, um, of you. Um, you know, don't worry as long as you're kind of happy and you're comfortable in doing what you're doing um and i know a lot of the other warriors have said it um as well but also you know if if anyone does need any support or advice or just you know a shoulder or someone to scream at or rant at um then um my inbox um on instagram's always open it's um you know i i do feel that there's there's a huge community there um that is so supportive and there's so many people that have got great words of advice and um, in everything as well. And I don't profess to have all of the answers, but if anyone, um, you know, is down to themselves or anything like that and starting anything or throughout their journey, then just reach out.
1: That's so kind of you. And thank you, Nicola, for that. And you're, you're going to have to change your Instagram account name at some <laughs> point in the future, I think, because uh, I'm, I'm going to share it with everyone now. It, it's chubby underscore Miss, underscore Nicola. So I think we're just going to have to erase the chubby part and, and call you Miss Nicola.
0: <laughs> I can do that at some point, hopefully. We'll see how far we get. But no, I, I certainly intend to to be able to to lose the chubby part um, at some point, hopefully within the next, next six to 12 months. That would be my plan.
1: And I'm sure you'll get there. And it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And, and thank you so much for your time today.
0: Thank you too. Thanks so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure, Carl.
1: And then that just leaves us one more thing to say. And, and that's now, Nicola, I'm very happy to have you as one of our weight loss warriors.
0: Great. Thank you very much.
1: You're very welcome. You take care of yourself and I look forward to you coming back on the show soon.
0: You too. Will do. Take care, Carl.
1: Thank you. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.